you do your roux in a microwave. This gut is beautiful and it's full of gumbo. Nick Saban puts tomatoes in his gumbo. Welcome to the Gumbo Show. Gumbo is a way of life. It is gumbo time, everybody. Welcome. Even in June, even out of gumbo season, the gumbo show is here every week to serve you up a steaming, delicious, dark roux bowl of chatter and conversation about the perfect food ever to come to God's green earth. We are talking, of course, about gumbo. As always, your host, the Dalton Hilliard and Gary James of Gumbo Conversation, going retro LSU there for you, everybody. Uh, if you don't know who they are, look them up. As always, uh, which one are you, Brent? Brent Barksdale from Northern I'm Texas. Dalton. You're going to be Dalton Hilliard. Yeah. All right, You're Brent. the bruiser. I'm Dalton. I'm, I'm fast. <laughs> I'm nimble. Dalton, uh, Dalton was from Patterson, Louisiana, I believe so. Uh, so that's right in the heart of gumbo country. Dalton Hilliard or Gary James, if you ever hear this podcast, give us a call. We'd love to have you on the show. We've been right. a big fan since we were since we were kids. So, uh, and really kind of since you guys were kids, college kids. So, uh, yeah, so today, as we were discussing just a few minutes ago, uh, I consider June because right now in Southeast Louisiana, where I am, it is hotter than the devil's crack, right? And just about yeah. as swampy. And, uh, <laughs> and so nobody is making uh, gumbo. Nobody wants to sit in the kitchen over a hot roux for a few hours and then make a steaming hot hearty uh blasphemy soup. Blasphemy. I know, I know. And um there's a previous episode where we debated whether this is a real thing. Meanwhile, Brent, yeah. the Dalton Hilliard of our of our right. uh Dalton and James gang of Gumbo Chatter last week, based in Texas, went on a an Odyssey, a gumbodyssey, as we might call yeah. it, to Trademark. Texas. Yep. Uh, yeah, we're going to need royalties if you try to use that term, uh, to Texas's fine, fine capital city, the city of Austin, which is quickly becoming something of a gumbo hotbed, uh, judging we had Brent Barry on a regular, on, our, on a previous episode. So Brent went to Austin, and in just a couple of days, he put back, how many bowls of gumbo did you eat while you were down there? Uh, one, two, three, four. I think it was five, four or five. Over mm -hmm. how many days? Two days. It was, yeah, two days. One, two, three, four. Just four. It was four. Oh, so you dialed it back a little bit. I dialed it back, yeah. You were moderate. You cut yeah. yourself off. Yeah. But, so, but we have a lot yeah. to unpack. First of all, trademark yeah. Gumbatus. What was it? What were we trademarking? We're trademarking Gumbasi. that. Also, let's get ready to gumbo. I mean, nobody could think of anything that <laughs> awesome. We're going to trademark that too. Don't come after us, Michael Buffer. Yeah. Yeah, that was our deal. Uh, yeah. And also, um, well, let's talk about the first place I went to in By Austin. By the way, let me let me just yeah, say go this ahead. real quick. If we wanted to call it a gumbodacy, yeah, and we spelled it with an E-A-U-X, we would be just so Louisiana. That's right. Like there's that's not cliche at all. So Cajun. Right. Yeah, that's right. S-C-A-U-X, Cajun. You're right. So yeah, tell us, tell us, Brent, about your your gumbodacy there in Austin. And and I did not plan to eat one bowl of gumbo on this trip to Austin. I planned to do some meetings. Uh, my son had a show. So we, it was um, Sunday night and we went to a place called the Sagebrush, which is a, a fine 
music establishment in Austin where my son was playing, just so happens by happenstance, by good luck, good fortune, divine providence, divine perhaps. providence, mm. something from the heavens, uh, something happened. And in front of this music venue is a fixture and it's, it's a truck, but it, it doesn't move. It's like, that's its location. It's called Baton Creole. Now, see, if and, it really wanted to be Louisiana, it would be on cinder blocks. That would, that right, would make exactly. it real Louisiana authenticity yeah. right now, there. I think it had tires, but, um, you know, I need to go check it out. But anyway, so their website is batoncreole.com. And Feynman, let's go to their website. Um, and maybe I'm right see, there. So you can see pictures. Now, what's interesting is they're not famous for their gumbo as much as they're famous for their jambalaya baton, which is a deep fried jambalaya stick. So they deep fry, if you're looking at the photo of their website, and I didn't try this because I wanted the gumbo, um, but it's a deep fried jambalaya with like, it looks like it's got like a some sort of breading that they deep fried in and they put some Creole sauce on it and, the, and it's on a stick and you can eat it like a popsicle, whatever, but mm. it's jambalaya. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how that tastes. Can't wait to try it. I'll definitely be back and I'll try it. And they've won awards for this thing. So I'm sure it's great. It looks but anyway, good. so anyway, I was there for the show. I wasn't there for food, but then there it was staring at me, uh, Baton Creole. And I was like, okay, this is a dream. I looked at the menu. There it was. There was gumbo. All and right, it was, me... go ahead. I was going to tell you, set the scene for you. Mm. It was probably 92 degrees. Mm. And did I, did I not want the gumbo? No, I wanted the gumbo. <laughs> so say say your piece what were you going to say Fame? no i was going to say uh i think it's funny as we've discussed on the show that we're both from baton rouge right but only when we say the name of our home city do we say it baton yeah we would never call this baton creole baton creole we would I don't only know how call she it baton creole yeah because baton creole. It, i don't know how they could pronounce it it's only in this particular context that you would say it baton and yeah. so it just occurred to me that that's just weird. But yeah. Yeah. So so you're standing out there in the Austin, Texas heat when it's oh, 92 yeah. degrees. What what time at least, was it? At least. Uh, is it we like got four o'clock in the afternoon or no, it was um maybe six, six or seven. It was dinner time. Mm. It was so, dinner time. But it was still so, hot. I mean it was hot until you know eleven. It was still yeah. in the nineties until about nine o'clock. And this is the beginning of summer. It's only gonna get worse. Mm -hmm. And I'm uh, still gonna eat gumbo. Anyway, I got there. I'm like, hey, you got any gumbo left? And he's like, uh, yeah, we we got a lot of gumbo. That's kind of our thing. I said, so great. Give me all of it. Yeah. And I go, uh, cool. I want that. Give me the gumbo. It better be good. And I didn't tell him I had a podcast. I never tell anybody I have a podcast until after I've tasted it. Because I don't want him to like, then if you tell him you have a podcast, they're like, oh, cool. Tell me what you think. And then if it sucks, you got to either lie or be honest right to their face. So I didn't I will, say a word. I will be honest. Since we've started this show, I've had a couple of gumbos that I was like, yeah, I'm just not going to talk <laughs> I know, to anybody. I know, I'm I just going to go ahead and leave. I'm going to remain incognito. I was wearing my my fake mustache and eyeglasses so nobody could recognize right. me. I mean, we can't wear our own merch once we get it. We do have koozies, but we don't koozies, do shirts baby. yet. Yeah. Right. So anyway, I ordered the gumbo. I'm like, and I was so excited. I think it was 12 bucks. And I was so excited. I gave the guy 20. I said, keep it. Cause you're out here making gumbo. 
And he's like, oh, for that, I'll give you a scoop of uh, potato salad. Um, so they put potato salad on it. Anyway. Okay, was so, there already rice in it? Yes. Rice is already okay. in it. So gumbo. Mm. So I get the bowl. Mm. It's dark. It's beautiful. Mm. It's gumbo with a, with a dollop or a big scoop of uh, potato salad on top, mm. which I don't mind. Some people may want it on the side. I didn't care. And if you look at their website, that's how they serve it. Apparently, I mean, in a food truck, you can't you can't have it on the side because you got to have everything in something you can carry in one hand. Yeah, so you can much. eat with the other hand. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So um, what else? Oh, so the first thing I asked the guy when he was making preparing my gumbo was like, "Hey, what's your opinion on the folks that say there's not a gumbo season?" And he said, "That's <laughs> he says that's ridiculous." The only thing that changes is possibly the ingredients and what kind of gumbo, but you know, the, the gumbo season does not exist. Every, every day is gumbo day. Like, so he was on our, he's on my side, Dave's side, not on your side. I tell you what, I'm going to ride with this until I die, brother. This is, there is a gumbo season and right now is not it. And let me tell you what I did. So I got my bowl and I went indoors to eat it into the venue where there was air conditioning and I enjoyed it. Right. So, mm. And if you're looking at the picture, it was a nice dark root, tons of uh, protein. Um, what were the proteins? So chicken sausage, and I think there was shrimp. I can't, I have a bad memory, and I had a lot of gumbo in three days, and I had different kinds of gumbo. So mm. let's see, let's view, view the full menu. It'll tell you the ingredients. Are you ready? Gumbo, a Louisiana Bayou Classic, rich and hearty stew with tender chicken and smoked pork sausage, accompanied by a dark root smothered in onions, peppers, celery, garlic, okra, and Cajun spices. So no shrimp, I think. Man, I think I remember. It's confusing because the next day I had seafood gumbo and then I had chicken and sausage gumbo like back to back. Uh, anyway, slow cook to achieve the ultimate badassery. Yeah, this place calls it, says they have badass Cajun food. Yeah, so. served over rice and top of the scoop of our famous Cajun boiled potato salad. I hate to tell you, uh, Brent, but he didn't give you that uh, scoop potato salad for the extra money. You yeah, were it was already going to get, gonna get it. Yeah, yeah, I was already going to get it. That's good. You got scammed, yeah, brother. I did. So <laughs> I did after I ate it. I told him it was delicious. Uh, it had just enough kick. It wasn't overly spicy like some of the, mm -hmm. the Texans try to do. Mm -hmm. So uh, I enjoyed it very much in the air conditioning during gumbo season. Um and I invited him on the show. I gave, him our, I gave him our card after, and I said, shoot me an email. So he did tell me he makes a dry roux in the oven on mm -hmm. the food truck. So mm -hmm. it takes him like four hours. I forget what he told me, but mm -hmm. um, let's see. Dry roux. I think that's all I can remember. But super nice guy. He's from home. The owner is a lady from either, uh, I think, Homa, and he's from Thibodeau. Um, I don't remember his name, but um, the owner, I didn't get to meet her. But she's on the website, and she they're on Instagram, so you should check them out. Yeah. Uh, so that's it. They're on Instagram, and that is Baton or Baton, Baton, Baton. Creole. So right. Instagram at Baton Creole, uh, and there she is striking a pose on her website. So she's yeah. so they're from this for, from the home of Thibodeau area it in looks, Austin. It look, their food looks really good, and you know Austin is, and we've sort of talked about this. We talked about this with Brent Barry, but you know Austin has it's pulled a lot of South Louisiana people into its orbit. And so it makes sense that you would be able to find some good gumbos there, uh, especially too, because there's people who just like, you know, good, good, uh, good food. 
And yeah. so and there, I'm not surprised that you found this food truck. And there is some controversy because they put the potato salad in it. And that that that's what Brett Berry asked mm-hmm. me if it, they put it in it on the side. And I'm looking mm-hmm. at their Instagram account. And the other thing it does, they put a little bit, a little flower on top. If you see the picture I sent you, you'll notice. Mm-hmm. And if you look at their Instagram, they put a little, uh, like a pink flower on top as a garnish, which is kind of uh, cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, and, not uh, like uh, not like flour, like ground wheat, like an oh yeah, yeah, like flour, an actual floral, like with wheel. petals, a petal of love. So, okay, yeah, so check a, them that out. That sounds a little hipstery, Austin, but super uh, hipstery. If the gumbo, yeah. Yeah, if the gumbo yeah. tastes good, then you know, yeah, we're cool yeah. with that. But I guarantee, you, next time I go, I'm gonna try the jambalaya baton and then uh, the HFA. Man, the Cajun poutine, whatever that looks great. Yeah, Pota- French fries with our potatoes with gravy and then i put an egg on top we have to stop doing this podcast when i'm hungry dude i've eaten so much the last three days it's crazy okay do you want to go uh and i I invited him on the show so hopefully he'll call he'll email you and he'll be on the show and or the owner and we could talk about you know their journey and how they got to texas and all that yeah so where did you go after that so i was uh i had a lunch meeting i did the lunch meeting in an italian place and then, you know, I got a wild hair and I, and I texted our old friend, Brett Berry, who is in Austin, who uh, just opened a new bar called the Armadillo Den, which I haven't seen. So I'm like, hey, I want to go see your new place. Uh, it's a really cool place in Austin. Um, I mean, it's awesome. So we, we, he's like, hey, let's go grab some gumbo. Uh, and then it's his idea. I wasn't even thinking. Um, he's let's go grab some gumbo at uh evangeline cafe and then we'll go check out my place so i'm like deal so it was two o'clock on a um uh what day was that i guess tuesday at this point monday or tuesday i forget uh yeah monday so monday i had my my italian lunch three meatballs and a caesar salad and then at two o'clock i met brett berry for some gumbo at uh evangeline cafe and as per usual and now this time I've, I've mentioned Evangeline Cafe before, so I've had uh, all their gumbos before. Once I drove thirty minutes out of the way in the rain one weird night uh, in Austin to go pick up all three of their gumbos. And when I say all three, one, you know, there's your normal chicken and sausage, and then there's your seafood, and they also have a veggie or vegetarian gumbo. Mm-hmm. So, and that's when I think we talked about how you know it's, it, it's a good attempt to make that. It's really hard to make a vegetarian gumbo because you know mm-hmm. protein kind of makes the gumbo. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like, it was great. It just wasn't like that normal gumbo taste that you want because it's my God, it's a veggie dish. So it's kind of, it's more of like, right. a, like a veggie soup, but it was tasty. It was great. So, but I didn't order it this time mainly because I just had lunch, but let's go, let's go to their menu. So I ordered a bowl of seafood gumbo, mm-hmm. a bowl of chicken and sausage gumbo. I did. That was what I ordered. And mm-hmm. she warmed the waitress warned me like, by the way, we don't really have uh, did I say bowl? I'm sorry. I had ordered a cup mm. and she warned me. We don't have cups like there. Are, it's a bowl. Like it's a smallish bowl. I'm like, cool, whatever. Do it. So I had the seafood gumbo first. They brought both the seafood and the chicken and sausage to the table at the same time. Mm. Ate them both. Just like last time. They were great. I'm trying to see if they have a picture on their website. Dark root seafood. Um, man, I, the only thing I wasn't feeling the oysters and they had oysters in it. And normally mm. I, I eat the oyster. I just wasn't feeling it mainly because I had lunch before that. Mm. Um, so yeah. 
three but, meatballs and a Caesar salad, yeah. as I recall. But the part, the part, the fun part is that I wanted more of the. So after I ate both of those gumbos, they were supposed to be cups. They were actually bowls. So uh, seafood gumbo was really delicious. I just didn't eat the oysters. I ate the shrimp. Had a lot of shrimp. It had a lot. It was just great. And also the chicken and sausages was amazing. It was so amazing that I ordered another quote unquote cup. And that's where the three, the four gumbos in two days comes in. I ordered another one. I don't know what was wrong with me. How? Did, but it was that good. Oh, it sounds really good. So you you've spent now a fair bit of time in Austin. Yeah. And I know you've mentioned Evangeline Cafe before. Yeah. And you've also now you found the um, this food truck, the Baton Creole, and and you know Brent Berry was on the show, and he's an Austin guy who's into the Austin scene, like the restaurant and bar scene, and he's a gumbo, like you know devotee. I mean, Austin is really becoming a great city for gumbo, wouldn't you say? They have another place too, uh, in the the what's it, Shoal Creek Saloon. That's you know kind of like a Saints Bar. Like so, they have some. I haven't had their gumbo yet, but I know they do crawfish and stuff. But let me talk about. Uh, I'm looking at the menu now. So the mm. seafood gumbo, uh, fresh Gulf Coast oysters, succulent shrimp, delicious crab mixed in our hearty gumbo roux and steamed white rice. Yeah, so it was very tasty. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm trying to find the chicken and sausage. I'm just looking for anything crazy in it. Oh, there's the okay, yeah. There's the veggie gumbo. Uh, you're not on their website, right? I am actually, yeah. All right. Do you see Mama's the ancient South Louisiana rep- recipe sends the meat, but with plenty of tomato and okra? Yeah. Do you see the chicken and sausage gumbo? Yeah. Okay. What is read that one? Mama's ancient South Louisiana recipe served dark and rich over steamed white rice. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, it had a lot of protein. It was awesome. The chicken and sausage was great. Well, I'd, uh, I'd like so to point good out that, that I got you know, to. You do say it had a lot of protein. It was great. So, like, you, you know, a high-protein gumbo is a good thing. Yeah, I know. It's good for you, I think. And that, that's how, oh, you know, yeah, sure, yeah. There it that's is, Mama's chicken and sausage gumbo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that was my gumbo. Now, Brett Berry, uh, and here's the thing. So evangeline cafe is just a cool joint i mean the atmosphere is cool the music is great the playlist they have is on point like blues music uh i mean the playlist is great great music great atmosphere uh you know great service but i mean the 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 you know the saints flags the L- i mean all the mardi gras stuff all over the walls it's just a really cool place to hang out uh and every time i go i've gone at weird I, i've gone when it was pouring down rain it was a monsoon and i drove out of the way and it still had customers I didn't think they would. I thought they would be closed. Not, not only were they open, they had people at the tables. Uh, and then at two o'clock, they had most of the tables were still full, uh, or two or two thirty on a Monday. So they do good business. Well, yeah, good no, that's a, that sounds great, and the restaurant sounds great. And I haven't been to Austin in a few years, but uh, definitely the next time I get over there, I'm going you know, to. You're coming go. because Brett Berry. He's yeah. invited you and Dave and myself to his gumbo contest. So we need, he's going to have it at the Armadillo Den and we're going to be judges. Well, you should be a judge. I just want to eat. Well, the judge eats, want, the judge eats more than everybody else. In fact, I know, but I don't want the pressure of picking one gumbo over another. I just want to try the gumbos. It's anonymous, man. You're fine. Oh, okay, cool. No, I'm in. Yeah, I'm it's in. great. Yeah, I judged it a couple years ago. It was great. I'll be taking offers for my vote. Yeah, and you eat a lot. 
Like it's great. Well, I eat a lot anyway. I know. Uh, and you don't wait in line. It's it's the best. Oh, that does sound great. So uh so it sounds like you had a gum good gumbo odyssey, gumbodyssey, gumbodyssey in the uh in the middle of summer, which yeah, is great. Yeah, totally. Uh we should, since we're here, give a shout out to the um to the Harvey Williams. Maybe we don't want to make that comparison. Uh to the Justin Vincent yeah. of our gumbo show. Dave. Uh yeah, Dave Huguenel, uh, who is based in Northern Virginia. But Dave is traveling this week, so he couldn't join us. But even while traveling, and Dave is in the great American Northwest, he sent us a picture of a pay, a place uh in Newport, Oregon, called the Volta Deli Bakery and Gumbo Shop. Sadly, <laughs> however, when we uh when we asked him to see if he tried it, he said it was closed, and it appears from the internet that it is closed permanently. Perhaps a COVID victim there, or been... Feynman has a theory of why it's closed. The name or, Gumbo is way down the totem pole in that name. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, it should be the Volta Gumbo Shop, and also we do some deli and bacon. Yeah, exactly. When uh, Marketing 101. When the strikes us, right. Come on. Look, in Oregon, man, there's delis <laughs> and bakeries, but not a lot of gumbo shops. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I've ever actually been to Oregon, so I shouldn't really besmirch the state. I believe you've spent a good bit of time there, though. Yeah, you should go there this summer. It's a lot better than where we live. <laughs> you know, it might be gumbo season in Oregon. It's always. Yeah, exactly. Right. So that's when we talked to one of our early episodes, Gumbo Boy, uh, uh, Robert Lee, based in uh, Duluth, Minnesota. He said... My gumbo season is a lot longer than your gumbo yeah. season. His probably lasts 11 months a year. Yeah. Um, well, excellent. Well, Brent, uh, I'm glad that even in the uh, in the dog days of early summer, which we are definitely in, that you were still able to get out and eat uh, eat gumbo, especially since it was in in uh, air conditioning. And I'll probably have gumbo tomorrow. I'm going to be honest. For lunch, I have a problem, Feynman. <laughs> And the, wait, wait what problem. is it? I have a I sickness a... <laughs> and the prescription is more gumbo. <laughs> I got a fever. A fever. I got a fever. And the prescription <laughs> is more gumbo. I, I don't think, Brent, you have a problem. I think you have a solution. That's right. So, uh, uh, so that's great. Well, uh, unless you have something else that we need to bring up, I think that is good. Have we made fun of your Twitter account yet? No. Okay. Well, never mind. We can move on. We'll we'll save that for next week when Dave's back because Dave yeah. takes particular delight in ridiculing our Twitter account. Yeah, which I think he's back next week. Now is is bad. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's going to do it for this episode of the Gumbo Show. As always, check us out on our social medias and the website. The website's gumboshow.us. Our Instagram, which is at the Gumbo Show at da Gumbo Show, and on Twitter at Gumbo Show. We are also on Facebook. Just search for The Gumbo Show on Facebook. Hit us up. Let us know places we need to try, things we need to do, where we're totally wrong, whatever. And until next week, may your roofs be dark and your bowls be full.